are live here on Facebook. Hey everybody, it's your doc, Jeff Bruski, creator and founder of Dental Syndicate, where we've cracked the code to gamifying the system, to unlocking power, productivity, and profitability, all while building practices and lives that matter. Welcome to Jumpstart with Jeff. Today, we get a chance to meet and visit with one of my very good friends, Victoria Peterson. Gosh, Vicki, welcome. We're so happy to have you on the program. Uh, excited to be here. Yeah, me too. You know, Victoria, we go way back, gosh, since about maybe 2004 or five. I think it's been just a wee number of little years. <laughs> and I got a chance to meet Victoria when she came in and became my partner, Bruce Baird, became his partner in PDA. And they had this amazing chemistry and she just brought so much different balance to the program. And it was really just an amazing experience watching what they created together with what is now such an amazing program with PDA. And I have just been in awe of what you guys have created. It's been amazing. I have a lot to thank you for because you guys have changed my career and how I've approached things. And it's still the same systems that I use today, every single day that I'm in visiting with patients, you know, and having the ability to really start to cut my schedule down to three days a week too, which is outstanding. And it's all because of the systems uh, that you guys have taught. So thank you very much for that. And I really appreciate it. And I appreciate you being on here today too. Well, you're welcome. And uh, what you just described is my purpose in life is to help, help people get out of their own way. You know, everything you needed was already inside of you. You were simply willing to put yourself in an environment that helped unlock it. Absolutely. And that's so true is that everything is right there. It's just getting the accessibility and the belief that you can do it and that you've got the ability to find it within yourself in such a unique fashion. So awesome, awesome stuff. I know you and I have had some great conversations with over the last couple of weeks here. And we've talked a lot about, well, so many different things. I mean, A, congratulations <laughs> on your move back to Hawaii. Yeah. That's exciting. I mean, just a total new lifestyle change and just, oh man, I'm jealous. So we might have to do some programs in Hawaii together because that would be such a cool place to do that. And I kind of, I'm going to go ahead and future pace that. I'm going to put that out there right now that we're going to be doing a dental syndicate meeting in Hawaii because it'd just be awesome to do. So I'm going to put that out there. Wow. Put it out there with a date because I know you you call in the university with specificity. Yes. <laughs> when it's you for 2022. <laughs> yes, I love it. I love it. I love it. So we were going to put that out there. But what are the great things, Victoria, that you and I have talked about lately that I'd love to share on the, the show today is talking about leadership. And for some of you guys who've listened to some of the different things we've done in the past, for me, it's part of the overall success uh, framework. And that's with the VLPC, and that stands for Vision, Leadership, Power, and Clarity. Today, I really kind of want to dive into leadership because it's something that, you know, we were never trained on in dental school. And it's something that's really, I think, missing for so many docs and so many dentists who are like, man, I wasn't trained to be a leader. I was, heck, I wasn't even trained to go manage my team. You know, and you're just like, I'm just trying to figure out dentistry when you first get out of school and you're just like, you got your kind of blinders on. You're just like, oh my God, how am I going to just do my dentistry? And yet now you're thrown into managing all these people, all the personalities, all this stuff with payroll. I mean, there's so much things that can become overwhelming. And you're like, holy cow, I am so ill-equipped <laughs> to be able to handle this, but you know what? I know you and I talked and you said that you guys just did some training with PDA on leadership. Tell me, what are your thoughts on leadership? What did you guys recently train on? And, and let's just create some value for some people today. Absolutely. And the program you're referring to, we call it Business Foundations. And COVID is such an opportunity because every single dentist has said, what did I build my practice on? What is the foundation? And now I've got an opportunity to reset the foundation. And you're right, we start with leadership. And the number one thing we say is that people lead, numbers lag. Yes. 
right? And you brought up this distinction between leadership and management. And nine times out of 10, when I'm talking to doctors about leadership, what they're really describing is the stress of management. Because like, I don't have enough money. I didn't produce enough. And this gal is, you know, she's no good. And she doesn't get up to speed. I'm going to kick her out and blah, blah, blah. That's all management stress. So leadership is very, very different. Leadership is what you were pointing out. It's vision. It's the ability to move above the fray of today and look out and co-create and predict my future. Because if you don't know where you're going, how in the hell is anybody ever going to follow you? So that's like step one is what's your philosophy of care? What are your core beliefs? Why would I follow you? Why are you even following yourself? So step one is lead yourself. Yes. And we go pretty darn deep into that is what is your bedrock? What will you go to the mat on? What, What will you commit to in your life? What do you want to show up? Then I can, then you magnetically attract the right people towards that vision. But, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And one of the things, Victoria, that I love what you just said, when you talk about management and you brought up some of the things like that people bring up, like, oh, I've got all these things, personalities to manage, everything like that. That's guys, that's managing conditions. That's, that's right. not a problem. That's just an offshoot of a problem, right? That's just- It's going to rain, bring an umbrella. Yeah. I mean, that's just <laughs> part of the daily chaos that you get to call your practice. And so it's learning how to manage that daily chaos, which is part of what we do. I mean, I really, truly, in essence, think that we all should be labeled firefighters. My grandfather was a firefighter. And so mm-hmm. I think, you know what? In part, I'm a firefighter because you get barraged with all these different things during the day. And so one of the other big things that you just brought up was commitment. And commitment is so huge. I call it the four C's. And if if you show me two people who have a vision and you say, okay, out of those two people, who's going to be successful? I will guarantee you the person that's more committed will reach the vision. What if both individuals are committed? Well, it's then the one that's more clear. And so that's who I'm going to put my money on. But I call it the four C's. And it's this, commitment breeds courage. And then out of courage, you get clarity. And then from clarity comes confidence. And now you can approach life in a whole different manner. When you're confident, you carry yourself different. Your energy is different. Everything that you broadcast is different. And that's also part of leadership. I mean, everything that Absolutely. you do is managing all of that, plus your energy, plus how you're showing up, not only for yourself, but for your family, for your team members, for your patients, everything. So can I add a nuance on that? Absolutely. I think if you're a dental practice owner or a business owner of any sort, you have really stepped into what I call the choiceless choice. So like it doesn't matter. Right. It does not matter how hard this game gets. You're not going to you will go bankrupt and on the side of the road before you will just go get a job somewhere else. It is a choiceless choice. You're in it and you are committed. I, I you are committed. But the question is, what are you committed to? Are you committed to finding your path forward and breaking through Or are you going to stand and argue for your limitations? Because what I argue, I'm either going to argue for my success or I'm going to argue for my limitations. And, and that's, and that's where I love it that you said, you've got to have the courage to let go of the shit that doesn't serve you. Right. I don't. And, and by that, I mean, let me, let's talk about some things that are out of your control. Cause I like, I love like, you, like, give me courage, give me confidence and Dennis, I mean, we're control freaks. Let's yeah. just, let's I know it's not the good or bad. That's just, that's just OCD is our nature, right? That, that's what, that's why we're here. That's why we're so darn good clinically. Right. And this addiction to perfection really blinds us to how good life can be because I'm struggling and I see where things are out of place and I see, and, and it's, it can be very, you know, they say it's lonely at the top, but that's, I think the loneliness sets in when you haven't really developed your inner core. So that's where the lead yourself comes through and leadership. I, 
leadership for me is a tough term. It's too big. It's too broad. It means too many things to too many people. So if I had to break it down, learn to lead yourself. Yes. Then you can lead your business. Then you can lead others. So in this learn to lead yourself, you know, on my path these last few years of getting a doctorate in spirituality, you and I talk about this a lot too. It's like, what am I feeding and nourishing within myself? So if I'm looking to you, Jeff, right, you're my business partner. And if you don't acknowledge some greatness within me, or you say something that I think is not kind or whatever, and now I'm crushed. Right. My God, I'd be, this business would be so much better if Jeff would just acknowledge my greatness or if I had a little more appreciation, can't somebody thank me? You know what? You don't get thank yous from your team, not, not as much as you want. And you don't get thank yous from the country club docks down the street. <laughs> so finding a way to develop that inter recognition and surrounding yourself in a community that recognizes you because it is significance and recognition. That's one of our basic human emotional needs. It needs Absolutely. to get met. You're just going to meet it in a productive way or a destructive way. Well, and, and, I, and I don't want to find it in a bottle. I don't want to, yeah. you know, I don't want to find it a pill that makes me happy. I want right. to find it through healthy habits. <laughs> Absolutely. And I think, you know, Victoria, you touched on something and I don't want to gloss over it because you touched on such a specific word that I think, there's so many docs and that suffer from this and it's that word of perfection. And mm. it's, it's not only, you know, it's not only grilled into us and conditioned into us in dental school, like to no end, but here's the funny thing about it. I just, I really, there is nothing that is perfect in this world. No. <laughs> perfection means that you've actually reached an end point. And when you're, you're perfect at death. Yeah. <laughs> And then, and even then, just depending on what your belief is, it's like, well, does our energy still go on? I've just reached a bonus level, whatever that is for you. Yeah, yeah. I look at it right now as I, I've already reached the bonus level. I'm happy as can be. So when you look at perfection and you're chasing perfection, you're chasing something that just doesn't exist and it creates such a hurdle. And so what you're really saying is, is that, you know what, this is as good as I can ever get. And the fact is, is that I can't grow and expand anymore. And instead, and maybe, maybe the right. difficulty you're going through right now is the perfect teacher. Yeah. Maybe the relationship that's, that you're struggling in is the perfect mirror. Well, and just you know? think when everybody says there's no, you know, there's no perfect time to start, but starting now makes 30. it perfect. That's right. You know, right. I mean, and, and even failing forward fast allows it because I think so many people get hung up on like, okay, let's just say I'm going to write an ad or I'm going to do this, or I'm going to put this out there. And, and people get so hung up on, oh, it's got to look this way, or it's got to read this way, or it's got to sound this way before I talk about it, as opposed to just, I'm just going to put it out there. And they get hung oh. up and stuck. You know, it can make, let's explore that a little bit too, because you're bringing in this thread of leadership called authenticity. Yeah, and part of our foundations class, it's eight weeks, and I think it's week uh, six or seven. We go into authentic marketing, which is where you can really get just—I I don't know—destroyed uh, and, and hosed. I think the word I'm talking about is hosed, right? So, I, gosh, I've been in marketing now since this really tell my age marketing was illegal for dentistry when I studied marketing <laughs> right? and, uh, and so I really have grown up with marketing and dentistry and if you really are if you're chasing tactics like oh I got to have this SEO or this right. or that you're just you're being very formulaic about things because that's what the experts say then you miss the boat because what people are craving is what you're saying. Just put it out there. Who am I at my best? What are my core values? And how do I authentically live that and, and have people show up to that? And in our group right now, we have this beautiful young dentist. She, uh, she opened her practice in December. Yes. COVID hit in March. Yes. <laughs> and now she's reopening her practice. And she's doing a fabulous job. And she has none of the advantages. She moved to this country when she was 16 from Vietnam. So she's first generation immigrant, had to learn English. She got to the States and fell off her bicycle and broke her two front teeth. 
and so enjoyed her experience at the dentist that she decided to pursue dentistry. And her purpose, her mission, what she believes in is totally baked into everything. So even on day one, when she's in that race to revenue, not making a lot of money, every patient who walks through their doors, they know that she donates a portion of that revenue to uh, a nonprofit that supports feeding uh, uh, immigrant children and single moms and people that are at disadvantage and overlooked in our social systems. And so that's authenticity. That's leadership. She's 28 years old and I would follow her anywhere because she's so clear on her purpose and her, it's just clean, right? It's clean. There's no drama. I think that there's two really important things there. Authenticity really comes down to simply you being the you that you think you should be, first of all. (laughs) There's a lot of yous in there, I understand. But the second part of that is when you're talking about authentic marketing, here's the beautiful thing with that. That is something that nobody else can copy because your story is uniquely yours. Just like you're saying, I got into dentistry because I broke this front tooth in half when I was 17. Did you really? I did. I I'm still getting you connected with Bella. <laughs> well, and here's the thing. And, and I tell that story a lot when people come in, because especially when they're talking about confidence and how they're embarrassed with their smile. And I say, you know what? Look, I grew up in Minnesota. I grew up playing hockey. And this was a crazy game because it was an afternoon hockey game. Broke my front tooth. And I remember I had a date that night with this beautiful girl from another high school. And I was like, there's no way I'm missing this date because I might not get another shot to take this pretty girl out. So I show up, I got half a front tooth and she opened the door. She was like, oh my God, what happened to you? And I was just like, <laughs> your self-conscious 17 year old self is like, oh, you know, but she still went out with me. We dated for a long time. And it was just one of those things that when my tooth got fixed, I had all the same thoughts that our patients have like, oh my gosh, I hope the dentist can put my smile back together. I hope my parents can afford it. And I hope it doesn't hurt too bad. And when I relate that story, it's so easy because, oh, you understand. You can tell your story in such a way when you can actually tell a patient's story of pain better than they can, they automatically grant you permission to help them fix their problem. And your authentic story is something that nobody else can copy. And so I love the authentic marketing is such an important piece because that's your story. And that's yeah. you and people get a chance to feel you and experience you and hear you and get, who is this guy or who's this personality? Or who is this gal? What's her personality? Like, I like what they have to say, or you know what? I don't like what they have to say. Great choice made done. Good. Next move on, you know? Right. And, and we have a great saying, it's like, well, and you bring up, <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Well, how we're rolling into what I think defines the, the new a paradigm of leadership. So with your patients there, you're there collaborating. You're not the expert coming down on them. It's not this power over, or I have some magic you don't. I, I love how in the sharing and the collaboration, you're connecting. So collaborating, connecting, uh, really calibrating. Those are, those are some of the new tenets of leadership that I see because when COVID hit, you know, this thing of, remember we used to do practice blueprints? This is my business plan, my practice blueprint. I wrote it on paper. It's going to be just like that always. And now, like we kind of threw that out the door. Now we call it a roadmap because it shifts every three months. Everything, like right now, that's our horizon. So the trick with leadership now is how can I, how can I have, how can I tap into the faith that yes, this too shall pass. And two years from now, I want to be here, right? I'll be this age. My kids will be there. And then backing it up into what, what is, what am I navigating today that I got to deal with to help me get there? And that only happens with collaboration. It doesn't happen with demanding. And collaboration is so important. And I think you were absolutely right because leaders are in charge of casting the vision And they're also in charge of creating, just like you said, the plan as well as the path to be able to get there. That is an important characteristic of a a true leader. 
And so when you sit there and you can recognize that and have the ability to course correct, we're like, oh shit, we tried that. That didn't work. Didn't work. All right. That's one roadblock. Let's step back. Let's go over here and shift directions and see where that takes yeah. you. Because you know what? You don't always have the right answers, but you sure start to learn and you're like, well, thank you. And you, you said something so beautiful about COVID was a blessing and it was a blessing too for us. Like, for example, I think here's one of the things. Being a dentist, you get trained to look at being, well, we get back to perfection and all these other things. And so many people said, oh shit, COVID hit. I'm just going to bury my head in the sand or I'm going to play a victim and see what happens. And for us, like with Dental Syndicate, all of our stuff was live programs. And we're like, okay, well, that's out the window. So what are we going to do as an entrepreneur, entrepreneurs look like as to their leadership Let's see what's happening. Let's see what void is there. How can I fill this void and come at this in a different way? So right. then we created a whole online program, an app around it, and created a whole powerful community and brought people into a powerful community and watched them get incredible results online. And we're like, this is beautiful because now you're taking something and we're creating connection and we're creating powerful community and collaboration, just like you were talking about. All of these things are happening, but it's because of the gift that that happened at a rate that was probably two years ahead of time in reality. And it's just searching for that need and finding it. And I think dentists, I think we have an identity problem like, oh, I'm a dentist. Well, you know what? That's maybe just part of who you are. Some of you might be a husband. Some of you might be a mother. Some of you might be a wife. And some of you might be a father. All of these things that are just a part of you, dentist doesn't define you. You know, you're a business owner. You are, at default, a leader. Whether you're a good one or not, you are that as well. <laughs> so, you know, there's so much of this that is, when you sit back and look at it, and I think, man, you know, when I was so young in my career, I didn't even think about half of these things. I thought, I'm just going to get out of school, and I'm going to do some great dentistry, and everything will magically work out. Or, unfortunately, as I, can, I can't speak as a woman, but as a man, you know, it gets kind of confusing because we're taught at a young age, hey, if you just go work and produce enough money, everything else is going to be great. And that's your responsibility. I'm going to go produce and then everything else is going to magically work out. And it sure didn't for me. I mean, because <laughs> I made so many mistakes and I've been there. It caused a lot of own, my own turmoil in my life. I was a poor uh -huh. leader. You know? Let's go back to that. I love, I loved it in the beginning when you said uh, we should be a firefighter. Yeah. But Jeff, I'm gonna, I'm gonna reflect back here, knowing you what 15 years or 20 years now. You can't give yourself praise for being the firefighter if you were the yes. Let's begin with yes. <laughs> right. to burn yourself right. So if you. If you're the firefighter and you got yourself out of a sticky wicket, at least take time to reflect and say, I might have been the arsonist, you know, when I flipped yeah. that cigarette butt out the window, I didn't mean to, or, you know, I didn't, had no idea kerosene and matches didn't go together, right? So learn the lesson of it. So you don't have, I don't think that, I, I have worked with so many well-run practices that when you do get the team calibrated, and I'm not talking about so rigid, you know, you got Delta flight attendants, you know, kind right. of doing this, but you're in harmony and you resonate with each other. So the messaging is very congruent. Uh, that's when the magic shows up and the fires uh, really aren't coming from within. Now, maybe there's an economic fire, maybe there's, uh, you know, so there's construction on your road or it floods, you know, you're better equipped to deal with the externals because you you matured through the lead myself piece that we've been talking about into understanding my business metrics. What, what levers do I pull or push? What are the lead indicators that help me really understand my profitability and my productivity and all of that? I've got a great, and here's the deal. No, you didn't get an education about it. Here's the worst part of that. The people you turn to for support uh, what's the statistic? 90, the ADA says that on, that 96% of dentists cannot financially retire and maintain their lifestyle. So that's only 4% oh, really? can yeah. do it, right? Do you know what that stat is for your CPAs? No. 
95%. So only 1% more of the CPAs can help you get there. Yeah. And that's the first thing. When I see a profit and loss statement and it's kind of A to Z and there's just all over the place and you got to take a magic marker to figure out what your overhead is, uh, you're lost. You're lost from the beginning. So be the leader looking out, but make your management systems predictable and gaining control of your revenue cycle and understanding your P&L. That document should be a management tool. I own five dental practices and I'm telling you, my bookkeeper had every figure I needed by the fifth of the month. And by the ninth of the month, we had every question answered about all five practices. It was balanced and we were tax ready. It took me maybe an hour each month to go through five practices. So I'm looking at $5 million in revenue and I know every management decision I needed to make. So that's what's... 20 minutes per practice. Yeah. So there's management tools you need to get set up so that you have the energy and bandwidth to be the visionary leader. You can't yeah. do it without great management systems. I'm no, not and, doing and that. Your numbers is so key and knowing, okay, this is what my ROI is. This is what it costs to get my face in front of all the different leads. These are the people that came in. This is the people that converted on here. What is my ROI? What did it cost me to get that lead? What did it yes. cost here? What does it cost to convert that? And now does it make sense to pour more money into it and put the gas pedal down? Because if you're just like going to your front desk going, well, you know, how many people called on the new ad? And they're like, well, we got a good number. You're toast. <laughs> you know, you can't just run or, your practice. Or you got the calls and they're not converting. Yeah. Or are they know, converted, but chair side, you pissed them off. I mean, there's, yeah, so, many I mean, there's so many factors that if you're not running your ship, you know, the, you're, you're, if you're not steering that, you're just going to go wherever the wind's going to blow you. Right. Yeah. And I think you also hit something really, really important is that with the chaos and the firefighting, I think people like us, we're ultra creative people. And for me, what I realized an important lesson is if I'm not building I'm going to burn something down. So oh, yeah. Rebuild it. You know, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm going to rebuild it. I'll build it better than before. Let's see. I did that once with one marriage. I understand that. So that was yeah. the part. But it is part of that creative process and that juice that like you get ignited and you're like on fire. And you're like, I can't wait to do this. I can't wait to build this. I can't wait to be inserting right. this in my life and helping others. And it's part of that. It's the unique process of, you know, building and creating is so important. And that's also part of growth and expansion. You know, so, at, you know, one of the things I say as a leader is it's about creating a leading edge life. And you're like, what the hell is a leading edge life? You know, and that's about being out there and creating experiences for yourself, as well as for the people in your life that matter to you, like your family, you know, and creating adventures. Like, you know, somebody's like, oh, you know, I, I you know, if, I should probably take my, you know, for me, maybe I should take my wife out. Well, do you know how to create the most epic date night on the planet? Do you have the capacity <laughs> to be able to do that? Or do you have this amazing opportunity to create these sick, crazy adventures for your kids? You know, and I, I had, I got to tell the story. I had to laugh at myself about a month ago because my wife, Cam and, and Abby, they were uh, at volleyball. And so I had Dylan, who's 15 and Maddox, who's nine. And I just, I didn't give Maddox a choice. I said, hey, we're going to go have an adventure today. He's like, okay. And Dylan, I said, all right, brother. I said, we are going to go on adventure. Are you in or are you out? And he's like, well, what is it? I said, I can't tell you. You just got to say yes or no. He's like, uh, yes, I'm in. And he thought about it. And then he was like, he was asking Kim, he's like, is Jeff going to make us go like hike and run and, try and go on? <laughs> he's like, I don't know. You got to find out. Well, I took him and we did virtual reality for like two hours. And it was such oh, an amazing experience. And I, I laugh because I got so intense, not that I'm intense at all, but I also, my face like smashed the wall because I was so into like what we were doing and like, and knocked some shit off the wall and people came over, they're like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, sorry, I got a little too intense there. And I was like, man, I should have asked for like the security footage of that because that would have been hilarious. <laughs> it's about creating this epic life. And you know what that does when you do that and you have this leading edge life, you're able to bring that back in and really watch that develop all through the rest of your life. And especially with your teams, especially with your patients, 
and you're creating memories, which ends up creating legacy. And that's one of the other important things that I think is so important as a leader. That's one of the things that I want to aspire to is leaving a legacy for my children, because I think that there is a generation that that is coming behind us in a wake that they have such a significant problem with, they're going to have such a significant problem with true connection and communication because they're so involved on their phones and not having the really true unique ability to communicate powerfully. And I think that's going to be a big detriment. So for us as leaders, I would just implore you, you know, follow what you're called to do, especially if you have kids and teach them, be part of it, you know, be present with them, listen, show them, model for them what it is like to be a great leader. And just like you said, Vicki, we have this, we have this scenario, we call it learn it, live it, lead it. And it does, it starts with leading yourself. And then for us, it's leading your family. And then for us after that, then it's going in and leading in your practice. So can I, um, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, I love that. I love that you and I are the yin and the yang, the male and the female. And yeah. what might be epic for you might be cringeworthy for me. Right. Right. <laughs> and so if you are a female and, and you're all adrenaline and, and gusto like Jeff, hoorah. But I'm, <laughs> I'm of a, I'm, I'm, there is a, about an 18 to 20% bit of the pot. You're a builder. You're a classic builder. You generate, you self-generate energy. I suspect that you get out of the bed like a rocket ship. And if you don't burn your allotted amount of energy every single day, you just can't go to sleep. You're right. My energy level is the total opposite. And it would blow your mind to know that even though I'm an extrovert, I've been in the public light, I'm on stage, I do all of that. I don't self-generate energy. And so when you're out running five miles, I take a nap. (laughs) <laughs> that's how I, that's how I energize. And so for those of you who say, look, playing paintball with my kids isn't my legacy, you know, maybe it is just quiet time and quality time and baking cookies or family traditions or whatever that is. So I just want to give equal opportunity and invitation to that other thread, that that quieter thread, the introvert. I don't think you probably attract a lot of introverts in this community, <laughs> but if you know one, you know. <laughs> Try not, I'm not an introvert, but I have a lot, my children are both introverts and they're very quiet. So if I took them on that epic thing, they were just like, holy crap, stop. You know, and so I love it's different. What you said. I love absolutely what you said, because even modeling self-love is so important. Yeah. Self-love can look at like, I'm going to rest and regenerate and I'm going to fill back, fill my cup back up. Yeah. And, you know, and think about it like this. So, you know, your epic leading for your daughters, for your sons, all of that is you're a role model for who they're looking at and looking for later on in their life. You know, like, Hey, I want to be like mom. And, you know, uh, and then for a son, gosh, I want to be like mom to find a woman that's like mom, that's strong, powerful, smart, creative, all of those things. And it's things that we're modeling every day to our kids because they're always listening. They're always watching more than we ever thought yes. before. And well, you know, that's so true. Thank you for that compliment too. And, yes. and being strong and creative female. Uh, we need more in dentistry. You know, there's a lot of women coming out. And as I move into my, you know, mid to late fifties, I'm really committed to being a sage. I want to be a sage wisdom keeper and a leader to help new generations. I don't want to be some old lady, you know, playing bingo. We've got a lot of olders playing bingo. I want to be an elder that, you know, can impart wisdom. And my, my daughter and I were actually talking about this. She's 28. My son's 26. I started consulting when they were maybe four, four to six years old. And for those of you who don't know my story, I was a dental hygienist who um, had three months of bed rest for my second pregnancy and then realized with my second um, baby, my son, that with asthma and ruptured stomach ulcers and all the things he went through as a preemie and, and little guy, the first two years, there's just no way eight to five as a dental hygienist was going to work for me as a career. So that's what leveraged me into consulting. And I actually ran the projector and did all the seminar setup for a Tony Robbins company. And that was my toe in. And I think I made probably 
500 bucks a month. You know, I was making four times as much as a hygienist uh, back in the day as I was as a consultant in those early days. But I love the flexibility. I love the freedom. It was that choiceless choice to be commander of my own ship. And so I reached out and I got the mentors and I got the training and I did that. And so to go from there, those humble beginnings 20 years ago, to then creating Productive Dentist Academy with Bruce. I mean, that was epic and we've helped thousands of doctors. I just love that work. And then actually moving into practice ownership in a state that allowed that and leveraging out, like this was, there is some banking magic to some of this. I'm not gonna say that it, it didn't cause, you know, sleepless nights and nervous breakdowns, but uh, you know, I, I really unlocked the code to the group practice and how to leverage out and leveraged out for multiple seven figures. And there aren't very many two-year degree dental hygienists. You know, you don't go, oh, well, she's just a hygienist. That'll never. And then, you know, I'm in, I'm in Washington, remarried. Life is good. Life is great. And now I live in Hawaii and I work by choice and we have a virtual company and we're still on our mission to helping 20 million people regain their health. And what I love about this continuum is I'm still at heart that preventive healthcare provider that says, how can I help you help your patients get healthy? And in the process, how can we help you grow a healthy business, you know, with a healthy mindset? I must put, I hate that phrase, there is no I in team, because if I'm not in there, like who the hell is? So I want everybody to be healthy, everybody to be self-governed. Absolutely. Take um, responsibility for yourself a hundred percent. Yeah. And well, I actually go ahead. I, I apologize to my daughter. I said, gosh, looking back on this, I wasn't home very much. You know, I was on the road and I was speaking and I was doing this and that. And she said, you know what, mom, you taught me to be independent. Yeah. You taught me that you loved me no matter what. I've learned to love myself. You know, uh, if you weren't there, I had to soothe myself. You know, those yeah. are really great skills. And we traveled with you. You gave us great adventures along the way. And these are my quiet. And they were really glad because the more I learned to be a better consultant, the more I learned to be a better mom to two right. very quiet people. They are not the extroverts that you and I are. <laughs> and I loved, I want to, I don't want to gloss over this because you said a couple really key important things here. And you, first of all, taking accountability and taking 100% accountability for your own actions, what you say, what you put out there, how you produce, all of that becomes so important. And that is really another significant characteristic of a leader. The other thing that you said that I thought is so important here that I really want to make sure people get is this. It's like, you know, if the plane's having some trouble and the oxygen mask drop down, who do you put the oxygen mask on first? Yeah. Oh. Because unless you take care of you, you're not going to be able to take care of other people. So right. one of the things that we have, that we say with Dental Syndicate is, look, as a leader, I'm going to choose to fill up my cup first. And I'm going to refuse to eat crumbs off the floor of circumstance. And that is so true because if I don't take care of me and fill up my cup, then I can't be that 100% authentic, best version of me to pour into everything else nor do I have the energy to pour into everything else, yeah. everybody else, my patients, my team, my family, myself. And if I'm just running along in this crazy, like caffeinated state, waiting for Starbucks to jumpstart me and fill me up for the day so I can make it through the day, then I'm toast. I'm totally screwed. You know. And just like you said, we all generate that energy or that power in a different way. And it's, but it is all already inside of each and every single one of you. And it's just looking at how do you find the ability and the keys to unlock that? And, you know, the beautiful thing with what you guys have created is you guys have such an incredible mastery of systems. And I love that because you guys are masterful of it. And the other really thing that I think blends really nicely with all of this is that what we do, especially with our fire four, with our faith, family, fitness, finance, that to me is the eight, I have eight little simple promises I keep to myself every day, but I, I consider each one of those, it's like turning a little lock with a key mm -hmm. and it just unlocks all of that power that we were just talking about. That's already inside of me waiting to come out and waiting to be used and to dump into my day. You know, 
we can talk about this. And part of it, remember, we're talking about the VLPC. You know, part of that is power. We'll talk about power on a different day because that is, that is a whole nother facet. And there's a lot of mindset around, ooh, is that a negative word? Is it a positive word? Is it all those things? Right now, for me, it's just think of it like potential force made real and the capacity to go and do. So I'm generating power every day that I've got the ability now to go and dump into productivity and to fund the lifestyle that I choose to live and that I want to create for myself and my family and my fun friends and, and everybody around me that I enjoy having time with. So Victoria, I want to take and be respectful of time and everything here. Let's take and let's just kind of go back and forth a little bit here on what are some of the top things that you would say are either characteristics or that you would recommend from, from being a leader. And the second thing that I don't want to gloss over that you said was so important was leadership. Leaders are not born. You said find a mentor, find a coach, find people that you emulate that are doing what you're doing and look at or you know, invite them to say, how can I work with you? Because I want to take and pay for access to shortcut where I want to get to at a much faster pace. Mm -hmm. You can do the DIY and it might take you two years, five years, 10 years, or you can say, you know what? I'm just going to jump in my time machine. I'm going to look at what they've done and I'm going to get there really quick. And it's going to totally change the, the whole <laughs> gamut of the game. So don't miss that point because you made a beautiful point with that. And that's one of the things that I want to make sure that the listeners are not overlooking. It's so important. I have coaches, I have mentors, I have people in my life that are looking at things from an outside eye that I'm blind to because I'm still in the middle of it. And it's so important to have that. I mean, all the greatest athletes in the world have coaches. Some of them have like, I don't know, Tony Robbins has like, you know, 10 different coaches for just parts of his life, you know? And it's, so it's, you know, who is in your life that you don't have all the answers to? You don't have that. So let's just kind of go back and forth and give some of the top characteristics. What would you recommend for new docs, older docs, everybody in the game, so we can give them some great parting gifts? Oh, I love it. Stuff, I love it. I love it. Well, if I had to wrap up what you just said, it's our core belief that success requires support. It's not a suggestion. It, it is required. So success requires support. And here's the key to unlocking that. The more you allow yourself to receive the support, the more successful you become. And I was thinking about that this week. From the time we're five years old, we're taught to sit down and shut up. Yeah. Listen. Good girls don't do this. Right boys don't do that. And you're in your wooden desk with your little pens and pencils. And if you lean over to your neighbor to say, hey, I had this great idea. What do you think? Teacher comes or you're passing a note and you're sharing, you get your hand slapped with a ruler. Right. right? And if you and if you right, you sit up, you pay attention. One plus one is one. One plus two is three. At the end of the week, they give you a scary blank piece of paper. I think that's how life is. It's like, OK, I went to college. I must be I must be smart. Then you get your business. That's a scary blank piece of paper. Fill in the blanks, pass or fail. You're on your own. And if I look over to you to, che to cheat, right? Like, God, I just can't get number five. It's right here. And then, whoops. <laughs> then you fail, right? Yeah. Yes. I fail. Or here's the fun part. Like, if you're going to dental school, it gets even more fun. Because I know. Hold on. <laughs> there we go. So if I if I ask you, like Jeff's really smart. Jeff's my buddy. Jeff says, sure, I'll give you the answer anytime. But you know what you do, Jeff? Because we're both competing for the same college, the same scholarship, the same seat in dental school. You might give me the wrong answer. Yeah, absolutely. yeah see, I knew you would. You're going to give me the wrong answer. And so we don't trust support when it shows up. And so I think that's the biggest takeaway is find someone, find a community where you can be vulnerable, where you can share, because the quicker you get past those things that trigger your fears, the quicker you can get into building this epic life that you're talking about. And we do that through programming. We do that through community. We do that through one-on-one -on -one coaching, but you know, we have a lot of different ways to engage and help build that support structure. And it looks different for everybody. You know, I would say this, I'll, I'll close with two points here. One, 
leaders are constantly breaking down their comfort zone. Mm -hmm. like, you know, you've got your comfort zone and it's so easy to hit a roadblock and go, oh shit, that didn't work. I'm going to go back here where it's more comfortable. Mm. And then you're just staying, you're either expanding or contracting. That's the way life works, ladies and gentlemen. There is no <laughs> middle ground. But leaders constantly push and they're pushing and they're breaking through the comfort zone. It's like, ah, this is a little scary. I'm going to take a step out here. Oh, oh shit, what's going to happen? I don't know. I had this with, and you would know this coach. I had this con exact conversation. I said, hey, what do you think about this and this and this? And she goes, oh yeah, that's totally doable. And I said, all right, let's do this. And she goes, but I'm just not really comfortable. I'm not sure I'm comfortable with that. And I said, well, did you sign up for comfort? And she yeah. goes, what? And I was like, no, seriously, like in this, for your clients, did you sign up for comfort in the life? Did you sign up for comfort? Is that what you signed up for? And she goes, ah, ah, ah. yeah, no, I guess not. And so she's like, all right, let's do it. But yeah, you, you've got to really challenge your brain. I don't think we signed up for comfort. Not, not in this university called planet earth. This is a very uncomfortable place to be. And if you're a woman, you're wearing high, you're going through earth on high heel shoes. We did not sign up for comfort. Oh, oh. <laughs> and you know what? I mean, you just, it's so funny. Two of the most destructive words on the planet. Yeah, but <laughs> you, yeah. Know you just hit a, yeah, but oh my gosh. But oh, I'm, yeah, but I'm not comfortable. Like yeah. that is just like, yeah. Uh, that's not, those aren't words of achievers. Just no. Yeah, and, and that's also getting back to the words of you've got people who are interested and then you have those that are committed. I don't yeah. see interested people signing up for Spartan races or doing big, big, big things or just, you know, that's just a, an example. What I do see is committed people doing big right. things. Yes. And so the other thing that I wanted to say in regards to leadership is I think the world, uh, most of the world has this wrong because this is one of the things that we're taught all the way through school, all the way through dental school and everything else. And that is this, the rendition is do more so you can have more. And then just like you touched on at the very beginning of the show, so you can have what? Significance. Right. And so it's the do have become. And I think that's bullshit. I think that's totally bullshit and off the scale. Because really, if you flip it on the end, and it's just be, do, have, because first and foremost, your birth is your worth, you already are significant. That's one thing. There is no accidents. You're uniquely created for the beautiful person that you are. So show up and just be you. Be the authentic version of you. We call it be the hero of your own story. So be that, so that by the way of being, it allows you to do, possibly to do more or do things easier or have a different opportunity to take a different path in a much more simple fashion. Life does not have to be a struggle at all. Matter of fact, for me, I look at pain as such a great gift because on the other side of that painful you know, situation, consequence, there's a gift if you're willing to look for it. Pain is such a presence giver. It's a present because it brings you very present to the here and now. But when you sit there and look back in the past and you concentrate on that painful process, old story, you're bringing that old story into the present and you're choosing to struggle. That's a choice. So ladies and gentlemen, struggle is a choice. And so when you get that through and you start to look at it and you go, okay, on the other side of this pain, I've got a gift. And then you simply look back at it and reflect and go, huh? Yep. That's the way that I was. Cool. What am I going to choose today? What am I going to choose to do radically different today than I did yesterday? If you want to know how to predict the future, you want to know what next week's going to look like, look at last week. You want to know what tomorrow's going to look like, look at yesterday. The only way that I know to commit to making a new future is by getting a new past. And the only way I can get a new past is to do something radically different today that's going to transform how I'm occurring or how I'm being that allows me to make new choices and to move forward in a different manner. So that gets back to the be, do, have. And when you approach life in that way, I think your leadership standpoint starts to get higher and higher and higher. As your leadership gets higher, your standards go up, your tolerance levels go down, and you approach things very, very differently. So that's kind of what I wanted to wrap up with 
Victoria, do you have any other closing words? And then I want to get people how they can get in touch with you guys, with everything that you guys are doing with PDA late, as of late and everything else there too. So what would you like to say to everybody to close this out? Wow, this has just been a rich, full conversation. Thanks for having me here today, Jeff. Yeah, I appreciate you being here because you're sharing and you're, you're just giving it away. And that's one of the things that we do is we're giving it away so people can have an opportunity to shift their mindset, see things from a different perspective and say, you know what? Hmm, that's interesting. I like what they have to say. How can I find out more or that's right for me? Or know what? I'm great. You know, it gives opportunity to look at all of those facets. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we've been around for a long time. We're going to be here for a long time to come. So ProductiveDentist.com will get you in touch with us. Our next, this is really cool, the foundations program that we talked about, this eight-week immersion to reset the foundation of your business. Our next class starts January 14th. So there's still plenty of time and there are opportunities if you enroll now. And I'll make sure that your listeners have scholarship opportunities through you. So I'll work with you and we will um, apologize. No problem. My phone suddenly started um, connecting to my laptop and I don't know why. <laughs> but we'll make sure that uh, I know everyone that you work with uh, is, is just such a unique, amazing person. So we'll make sure that you have tuition scholarships that will bring them $700 off their tuition. Awesome. So there's like really no excuse. If you need no. to reset the foundation of your business, we're working to uh, just really help in that way. Awesome. Thank you so much. I'm so appreciative of you being here today and sharing graciously the way that you did. And as always, I love talking to you, just having the ability just to go back and forth. You know, the fun part is none of this is scripted. We just have such a good time visiting and really getting the ideas out there and being in alignment and playing off each other and really just being a conduit to the great energy and information that's already just coming through us. And that's it. That's all we're really doing is just being a guide and that's it in life. And I love that so much and I appreciate that. So thank you, Victoria. I appreciate you being here. Thanks so much.